radio time, but it yeah. was right around that time. And we had done a, uh, a benefit for Radio Xavier. And so we've been connected to Catholic radio in the area for, you know, all these years and so excited to see what you do. You know, as a matter of fact, looking back on our, uh, you know, our career playing a little bit of Irish music for family and fun uh, and comparing it to what you guys have done with Catholic radio in, in, in all over the country, I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm so <laughs> impressed by you guys. You know? Yeah, this uh, it's, it's been expanding uh, quite a bit. We have 45 stations now in the Guadalupe Radio Network. But yeah, but just, just talking to you guys and seeing you again brings back so many uh, great memories. And um, uh, Barney, tell me about the history of the Behan Band. Uh, how long have y'all been doing this? How did it all get started? What was the genesis of all this? Well, it, it started... a about 30 years ago now, almost, the late 90s, maybe 98 or so, um, where when it was a simple family music project that we were trying to just generate something that would bring people together, singing these songs that we grew up listening to because dad played them. Yeah, I was going to say we woke up to yeah. every morning growing up. I was, was going to say it started more like sixty years ago when Dad got oh, the yeah. seventy-eight player out and was playing jigs and reels on. And the, he always played right. Irish music. Loved in the his house. Irish music in the house okay. for sure. So we grew up with that. Yep. And then, uh, and then uh, a couple of gatherings like that, a lot of excitement, a lot of people bringing things. And then after two or three of those, the ones who started to realize that this was going to take work and effort and commitment that they, they all started falling off <laughs> and that then wound up with the three of us well i'm still here you're still here <laughs> <laughs> well you know not even, i didn't and, uh, fall away now <laughs> joe tell it joe behan here uh some people would call him dr joe behan because he's a local obgyn you probably heard of dr joe uh often i think you all still to this day have a picture of isn't it like your grandfather or there's a the, the, who it's tell on us the, it's on us, our cd there yeah, it is right tell there. us about some of the the family history behind this oh well, so the picture is grandpa chris and our grandma tess <clears throat> and uh michael blew that picture up and i don't even know where he got it but you know uh, this picture it, and maybe we can show it on the internet sometime or you can go out to behandmusic.com and you can we'll make sure that picture's pretty up there but the, the my father had this picture and a worn out it, it actually is a uh, a passport photo back in the day when they right. traveled together you right. could put both oh, pictures right. together and he carried this little picture in his in his wallet and it was all worn out and it probably was about an inch by two inches you know something like that and uh and it was i just took it and had it enhanced and blown up to a five by seven and then I said, what the heck, let's just blow it up to five feet by seven feet and see what it looks like. And it, it actually makes a great backdrop for the band. And that's so, at every single concert, right? Yeah, yeah. We always, we still have that that poster. We're having a good time. Uh, and, and think about, you know, my dad saw that picture blown up to five by seven of his parents. Mm. And when he would see it by, you know, when no one was looking, he, you, a tear would come to his eye. Yeah. You know, just, just I still, the, the image that I have of being at a Behan band concert, and obviously this would have been a long time ago since he has passed on and your mother, of course, as well, is him being at every one of your concerts. And yeah. he, would, he always looked like he was having such a great time and enjoyed it so much. But let me, um, ask, uh, Mike, if, if you would, uh, Talk about Todd and okay. how, because I know uh, 
in introducing Todd, we also want to pay tribute to a member you lost of the band, Rusty, yes. who who passed away, I believe, during the COVID yes. pandemic. Yes, uh, yes. Tell us about uh, uh, Rusty and then also maybe an introduction to Todd. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, Barney could talk about Rusty a little bit. I mean, Rusty was one of our childhood friends. We all went to, to school and church at Immaculate Conception in Grand Prairie, and Rusty was one of our childhood friends. Uh, but he came into the picture music-wise when um, Barney had, had been alluding to the, some of those practices and the level of talent that was being displayed. And and how did it go, Barney? He said, I called him and asked Rusty if he wanted to be part of an Irish music project because without him, it couldn't happen. <laughs> we were, there He's was got a serious a lack voice. of... Uh, uh, you know, uh, professionalism going on in the early talent. days, he, he which, talented, which hasn't changed that still, much. Still, still lacks. <laughs> you know, and we lost Rusty, <laughs> and it was a shocker for us. There's no question. Uh, he was in the early stages of COVID and uh, uh, had it uh, before any treatment was available, uh, and um, and and it you know just stunned everybody because uh, he's you know just a little bit older than us but still you know it was one of those great losses that we've experienced and well I, I can jump in on the second part of this too because we were actually doing one of those covid uh shows right that were going to be broadcast via you know the internet and everything yeah, and uh yeah. rusty's wife karen comes up and says uh todd over here uh he He's a great singer and he plays bass. I think he'd be a great legacy for Rusty. And we said, sure. So, so Todd is Rusty, uh, Rusty's son-in-law. Oh, is that right? That's, okay. That's so the you're connection. married yeah. to right. his daughter. Yeah, is that right? Daughter. So Ted, yeah. tell us uh, a little yeah. bit of your background and a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, I grew up a uh, kind of separated household. Uh, dad's side was Catholic, uh, went to Dunn and stuff like that. But uh, anyways, I uh, grew up in uh, Grand Prairie as well on the south side. And uh, my wife, she grew up on the north side and uh, we kind of met throughout life and uh yeah, just been, uh, I don't know, doing me, I guess. Well, that's uh, cool that you have a yeah. history with the band. You probably mm-hmm. had been to many of their concerts. You're not like just coming out of nowhere and joining a band because there's so much legacy. And it just, I think it'd be hard for somebody to just jump in and become part of the band. Well, I mean, I didn't know him. He's, him. he's done such <laughs> a great job. We're What's extremely that? proud of him. I know Rusty is proud of him too. But, Absolutely. you know, the thing about Rusty for a second uh, is that we didn't realize that he sang on every song. It's like he, it, even when he was singing lead on a song, he would, he would sing harmony on the chorus, mm-hmm. you know? So we, we, there was this giant hole in our heart. And at the same time, technically there was this hole in our music is like we, we didn't have Rusty's harmonies anymore. And it was really, really, uh, so now Todd does amazing. all the harmonies. Todd no, does all the harmonies. Yeah. yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> I have no I musical know. knowledge. I don't even know what you guys are talking about, but uh, I'll yeah. go with it. Uh, you know, <clears throat> clearly your dad had this love for Ireland, love for the homeland. And how many generations would you have to go back before you actually had people who emigrated here? Just, are you from a um, immigrant uh, family? Just, is, uh, just two. Uh, yes. Our grandparents. Yeah, so, they, they yeah. came uh, from Ireland. Tess and Chris ca- uh, came across Ellis Island in the 1920s, and the story is, we've heard different stories, but in general, Tess came first, and and the story is Chris would have never left except that Tess had, it was gone. And, they, you know, he, he thought we were going to be married and live in Ireland all our life, and no, that's not what was going to happen. He, he was going to live in New York, 
uh, have five sons and one of his sons was going to move to Texas and have 13 kids. And so it's kind of where we are. And so we go back one generation. We're all second generation Mm -hmm. American. My dad was first, first generation. Yeah, because I've got an immigrant wife. I mean, came from Ireland, right? Uh, Not exactly escaping the potato famine or anything like that, but uh, came over here for love, you know, but uh, that's cool that you don't have to go too far back to have immigrants from Ireland. Uh, how do you, how would you describe your music, Joe? I mean, how, how, what is the music of the Behan Band? Well, we, you know, it's Irish music, of course, but we like to say we flavor it with a little bit of Americana as well. So we have some American songs and we, we have some songs we cover or covers of other covers. And, uh, so it's, it's, you know, it's basic traditional plus, uh, a lot of the fun, uh, KTEL songs from, you know, Canada and stuff. The, the uh, Irish-American uh, st- stuff that you heard coming out of vaudeville, we'll do a couple of those songs as well. It, it's, it really is a sing-along kind of environment. where People uh-huh. know these songs, and they, they come there because they want to sing with us. And so, and of course, we, we grew up listening to the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem, and anybody out in the audience who knows them, will uh, appreciate that we, we have stolen all of their arrangements because <laughs> their arrangements are the best. And, but there's no, Behan doesn't write songs. You're not, you're not creating anything new. You're, they're all, like Joe said, covers or covers of covers. Is that right? No, yeah, we're, we're producing uh, uh, fun times for families and uh, good times in the bar. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as, as I like to say, the, the Irish call them uh, happy war songs and sad love songs, you know. Okay. So... so but there's songs that people know, and uh, but you know, literally, if you don't do them well, you're uh, now you're, you say people know, know the songs because they're familiar. You yeah. think uh, uh, the, the average person has probably heard these songs that you're singing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, it, there's an audience for Irish uh, sing along. <laughs> yeah, music, people sure. love Irish music, don't yeah. they? Now let's talk about the what would you call happy war songs because. I got a Northern Irish wife and I know, you know, we all know about the conflict there and there's a long history of conflict between, especially Northern Ireland. Um, when you say war songs, are these, uh, uh, partisan kind of, uh, how would, how yeah, would you, you describe know, the, that? The, the history of music and the bard and the, the musician in Ireland, it was, they'd always come for the priest first and then they'd come for the musicians and the storytellers because they were the ones that could, could, uh, in, you know, uh, uh, influence the, the, the population. They were the ones that could say, hey, this is not fair. Or this, is, this is justice. This is not justice. And so their uh, songs uh, throughout history in Ireland have always told the story of injustice. And so, yes, for 800 years of rebellion in Ireland, we have, we have songs that go back and tell some of that story, some of mm-hmm. that history, including some songs from the 1970s as well that, uh, you know, as from a historical perspective is important to, to sing so that people will at least hear that side of the story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what are, um, some of the most popular songs that y'all sing? I, I think of that North Ireland, my home, you know, that one, uh, which Barney, you said that's actually a, just a beautiful song about, uh, the seasons. There's nothing, uh, controversial about that one. It's not, not at uh, all. The yeah. four seasons in, in Ireland starts with spring and, and the chorus is Ireland, my home, God save and keep her forever. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, almost like Dad's Edelweiss, favorite. you know, and uh, for the, the the sound of music, Edelweiss song is just a, just a beautiful song about the homeland, right? I don't, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, maybe Wild Rover is better known, 
of Ireland, my home has become our song because there are not very many recordings of it. And it was actually a friend of ours who uh, he had he had learned it and he was playing it when we were gathering for uh, these little uh, you know Irish music gatherings at pubs and stuff. Um, and we just picked up the song, and Dad loved it. And we always yep. see Dad with his Daddy fist would up put in his fist in the air, oh, yeah. singing "Ireland, my home," and he'd look at the whole crowd and make sure they're raising their hands too. Mm-hmm. At least his grandchildren. <laughs> these, uh, Joe, these songs have kind of stood the test of time, haven't they? Because these are old songs, but they continue to be popular in bar settings, and people enjoy them still. They tell a story. They, there's always something about. Uh, uh, a young lady that's being sought after, possibly, and and a lot of times that's actually a reference to Ireland, and there could be you know um, somebody who's uh, shot or injured, and, that, and that's kind of telling the story of the injury of Ireland as well. Yeah. So, but there's there's always a storyline that goes along with these uh, songs, yeah. and and there are songs about the the people who had to leave Ireland for one reason or another, and they're singing uh, about the homeland that they're never going to see again. Yeah. Because they're in Australia or... Um, Look Ahead Tommy. Do you, Look uh, Ahead Tommy, uh, the Civil War. A lot which of is Irish uh, written by a local War. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right? Jed Merrin passed away, but uh, he wrote that song, and we sing it all the time. Probably the most famous Irish song, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but it's uh, like Danny Boy. Do you guys sing that? Is Danny Boy in your you know, uh, repertoire? Uh, that we do, uh, but most of the time um, we're, we're better off if we get somebody else to sing lead on that. <laughs> it's you know it's not like we're we're missing the notes, but you know to a, a great Irish tenor. Well, and, you are. <laughs> I am. Well, it's, it, can, it's not like I'm noticing I'm missing the notes, but uh, no. Sometimes uh, we, for instance, we've played over at St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth, and uh, our our rector there. I don't know if I should mention his name, but. He Go has ahead. an awesome voice. You talk about and, Father, and Father John. Father John yes. and Robert. Father John yeah. his, Robert his, his sister lives across the street from me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a small yeah. one. Yeah. Well, he oh, yeah. out when, Danny Boy. He, like, he, he, he sings Danny music. Boy with us. And it's, uh, <clears throat> when he sings it, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Now, the uh, other version of Danny Boy we do, Barney has, has picked up with, uh, uh, you know, uh, it used to be a song we did with Rusty because Rusty would play backing guitar uh on uh, on Danny Boy, but it's an Eric Clapton version of Danny Boy, and it's all on on guitar only, and it's an awesome song as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're we're asked to sing Danny Boy. There's no question of that, and we can definitely do that. Yeah, no problem. You know, uh, a lot of the 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 music though is is uh, for instance, you're talking about uh, uh, immigration, and there's the new song we're doing now called Isle of Hope, Isle of Tears. It's been covered by many, many people, but it so struck home with us because our grandparents, you know, on my dad's side had come over from Ireland through Ellis Island. And uh, so we added a verse there and uh, let's see if I can remember how it goes. It's, uh, let's see, uh, that's right. Uh, I can't remember now. Tess Foster <laughs> came to. Oh yeah, that's right. Tess Foster came in 1920 in just her 18th year. Crispian followed soon after, his love for her was clear. Their names on the wall at Ellis Island prove their courage strong. Because of them we're standing here now, singing you this song, <laughs> Isle of Hope, Isle of Tears, and it goes on from there, but it's, uh, we, we, 
you know, really celebrate our family. I know that my dad, when he was with us, he he would think of his father all the time mm-hmm. and think, you know, Dad, I know you're so proud of me now that, you know, my boys are singing these songs. Uh, but I think of him all the time now, too. So when we're in the middle of singing Ireland, My Home, or even that song, it, you just can't help but feel like you're joined by the choir of angels in the in the church triumphant mm-hmm. uh, in in celebrating love and life in family. And that's yeah. that's what we try to do with this music. Uh, we um, mentioned uh, before about the faith. And so uh, how how is the faith, how does it influence the music, the the band? Uh, you know, I know before people don't know this, before we started, you said, can we say a prayer? Uh, so you obviously are people of uh, faith. And how, how does that work its way into the, the, the music? Well, our motto is faith, family, and fun. Faith, family, and fun. And, and, I, and I know that at first it was mostly the fun part because we we're having a great time. But with time, as you see how the, the, the band has evolved and how we've interacted with the public all these years, 20 years, you could see that what it had become was a big a public behan celebration of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all, lots of our family has showed up. We got little kids running around. We've got you know people have been coming for generations to see us, and it's it's like this is a public expression of what a big Catholic family is, and and it's it's love, it's it's fun, it's family, and and it really became for me at least uh, part of the mission of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to show people how great it is to have a big family. Yeah. And, and so it's kind of, a, you know, the, that's, if anything, I think is, is mm-hmm. the expression. Now, no, we, of course, we love, um, you know, singing at, at, the, at the carnivals and festivals in the, in the Irish, I mean, excuse me, in the Catholic uh, community, and we've done that for years, and we'll continue to do that as well. But again, the, the main thing is family. That's definitely an Catholic obvious family. pro-life message. Yeah, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's 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 an obvious pro life message. It's uh, um, and it and it it really is what we what well, we are. And, and Saint Patrick himself is the patron saint of Ireland, and that is a Catholic feast day. Is Saint Patrick's Day? That's uh, right. Uh, and so, you know, we we wear that on our sleeve. Yeah, I I think you know. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, first thing we're going to do, well, of course, it's a Sunday this year, but we're going to go to Mass, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, You and better. <laughs> it's a Sunday, yeah. Yeah. But you would even but, if it was a Tuesday, yeah, right? We'd yeah. start our St. Patrick's Day off uh, uh, going to Mass, and then, because and, it's, it's, it is a feast day. It's not just a, you know, green beer drinking, you know, fun day. It, mm-hmm. it is, uh, and, you know, we try to keep that in mind when we're uh, having a great time up there. And we've helped uh, St. Patrick's Parish celebrate their feast day. Yeah, uh, we play for them in uh, in the past, and both in uh, Dallas and the and the cathedral and in Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Just want to remind everybody: if you're just tuning in, this is the Behan Band. We have Mike, Joe, Barney Behan, also Todd uh, Kenjalosi, who is the newest member. Uh, he's actually the son-in-law of the late uh, former member of Behan, Rusty Rusty George. Rusty George. Okay, Rusty George, and I, I should also mention uh, Joe Morris. And his son, William Morris, are the fifth member. Yeah, that's uh, right. He wasn't able to make it today. There's something going on in the family. But uh, you want to say something about Joe and yeah, William? Yeah, you know, uh, Joe and William both. You know, uh, Joe uh, is, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a big family in in uh, in, 
everyone wants to be a part of it. We're, uh, he, he brings a great voice and he, uh, loves to play his drums and his, and his banjo. And, uh, but what he does bring also is his, his crew with him. You know, mm-hmm. he has, how many kids do they have? They have like eight right. or nine or 10 yeah. kids. They're, they're, 10. they're, they're all, uh, homeschooled <laughs> and, and because of the homeschool, they, they, uh, they have plenty of time to, to do what they love on top of their schooling, which mm-hmm. includes music. And yeah. so William, who uh, started following the band when he was five years old, is n- now playing with us uh, most of the time. And that, you want to tell a story about his, uh, his talent show? Do you remember that? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, I'll tell it. it <laughs> apparently, when he was five years old, oh, he, okay. he had already memorized... Uh, the moonshiner. The, the moonshiner. moonshiner. Yes. So he's. Uh, it's like, oh, does anybody have any talent they want to to? You talking about Joe Morris? No, oh, William. Oh, William. Okay. <laughs> to, to, so William gets up at five years old and sings, "I'm a rambler. I'm a gambler. I'm a long way from <laughs> home." Good song about drinking you know, moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Making drinking moonshine. moonshine. Wait, which, which, which brings up another question because uh, the lyrics of the songs. Now, some of these are old Irish songs. Are are there any lyrics that uh, people are? like whoa that was interesting or i mean but you're mostly playing in bar settings and stuff like that so what what are any any uh i oh, guess you know uh, there's for instance uh, like a one drinking song is um uh oh uh i like i like joey's uh uh what is that uh galway bay the suds <laughs> down to galway bay that's oh that's from the clancy brothers yeah, yeah. that's a different that's a, a different version of galway well, bay there's a version of Roz and the bow too that it sings about i mean they're they're happy or it's talking about happy and uh, sad love songs you know uh, they also love to sing songs about wakes mm. on funerals as oh, long yeah. as it's somebody else's yes. right? <laughs> and so parties and surprises at wakes like uh joey sings a couple and one we do is to say i've traveled all over this world and now to another i go and i know the good fortune will follow to welcome old Roz and the bow anyway and that plus uh what's the one you do uh Tim Finnegan. Finnegan's Wake. Finnegan's, Finnegan's Wake. Oh, yeah. And there's uh, all kinds of... Uh, we, have a, we have a late night one that we do that the uh, the lyrics begin, the first line, it was Christmas Eve in the drunk tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the late Shane McGowan... And, That's uh, the Pogues. Uh, from the Pogues, we do a couple of their songs. And, and that one, I, I was really happy to see that Shane McGowan had... Uh, had the last rites and mm-hmm. and was at peace uh, at at his death. You know, according to the reports, the news reports I heard. But uh, yeah, we we do his fairy tale of New York and a couple other fun ones like that. But uh, I, yeah. the, the surprise about Finnegan's Wake is at the end the the party is so loud that it wakes up the corpse. <laughs> so Tim Finnegan wakes up, and so we always start off by saying, well, "May all of your wakes go just as well." <laughs> Ireland has a real legacy of music, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking of the more modern, like U2, would probably be the most popular, you know, band of the last few decades, but. You know, I, I get some of these people, you're probably going to, well, Sinead O'Connor. I'm thinking of, who's well, the brown-eyed girl guy uh, from uh, Northern Ireland? Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Morrison. Well, you know, speaking of that. Uh, we the can cranberries. Let, we get, uh, we're going to say, let's talk about the cranberries because yeah. Todd no, got no, us. No, we don't do the no. cranberries, but we do the tumbling patties. The tumbling <laughs> patties who do a cover of the cranberries that, that uh, <laughs> Todd brought us, and uh, he sings it. You want to tell okay. us about that? 
Yeah, so uh, that song is uh, it's called Zombie. It's by oh, the yeah. Cran- Cranberries. Yeah, yeah. so uh, they always uh, say we do a cover of a cover. Yeah. Is it Deirdre Warden? She, she passed away, right? Mm-hmm. I think you so. Know, what, in the, like, in the, that uh, song pre-COVID? is... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic rebel song yeah. uh, against war in general. Yeah. You know, it's the people in the middle, not the ones on, on the extremes fighting. It's the ones that are caught in between. Yeah. So that yeah. zombie song is, and it's turning out to be one of our, our most popular songs. That's what, Todd, you sing that? Yeah, yeah, I sing that one. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, we did, last, last time we played, uh, what, last month, uh, we did it pretty fast. Y'all remember that tempo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was super fast, but it yeah. sounded good. It yeah, sounded good. People, At the end of the night, and you had to do something quickly or what? No, no, no. I, I just no. wanted to sing my song. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's popular, and yeah. people like it, and they get up and dance to it, so it's like it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. total energy. That is a great thing. song. That yeah. is a great song. Well, this, uh, this is the Behan Band. Their uh, website is behanmusic.com, behanmusic.com. Mike, Joe, Barney Behan, Todd Cangelosi is here. The other members that aren't here, Joe Morris and William Morris, his son. Uh, you guys have a lot of gigs already scheduled for next month, for March. Uh, where are you going to be? All right. Well, yeah, March is our St. Patrick's month, and this month, Always the first weekend in March is the North Texas Irish Festival. So you can go out to their website, ntif.org, and see the whole lineup. It's going to be amazing. Bands from all over the world. This is the 40th, 5th or 41st or somewhere between 40 and 45 years that they've been doing the North Texas Irish Festival. 42. 42. 42. Okay, that sounds a good number. And uh, (laughs) anyway, so that's how we start the month and then... Uh, St. Patrick's Day this year is at Poor David's Pub, which is um, on the south side of downtown. Lamar. Uh, it's off of Lamar. Uh, great place for music, an awesome place. And you can go, again, go to our website, behandmusic.com, to get the specifics on, on the shows. But we're also playing, uh, now this is a, uh, you know, for all the Bishop Dunn listeners out there, uh, all 12 of the, the living Behans went, went through Bishop Dunn. We, we had one of our sisters pass, that's the, the number 13. But uh, um, all 12 of us graduated from Bishop Dunn High School. So this year, somehow they remembered that we were out there and <laughs> had an Irish band. They said, hey, let's go come and help us do this. So we're, and you know, we were all prepared to, to do the show at uh, the auditorium at Bishop Dunn or maybe in the gym. Uh, but sure enough, somebody there knows somebody at the Kessler Theater. So all you Bishop Dunn people out there, come out to on the 21st of March, that's a Thursday night, and support the Alumni Association at Bishop Dunn. We're going to be there along with uh, all kinds of fun and entertainment for the evening at the Kessler Theater. So don't forget that, 21st. All right. All right. And all this is on your website, yes. uh, behandmusic.com. Do you ever get invitations to go outside of the state? Uh, uh, you know, is it mostly a local thing, or do you ever do you ever travel? You know, um, yeah, go Ireland. Ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that would count. Yeah, hey, you see, you have played in Ireland. We just played on the streets and in the in the <laughs> yeah. uh, lobbies of hotels and uh, put right? our hat out and got some coin. Did you just? I mean, seriously, did you just start playing? Well, they that was part of this tour. Was uh, it was a couple of was not just us, but a couple of other uh, musical members who. Uh, 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 of the tour, uh, and they just had us out in the middle of anywhere. They, we stopped on the side of the road and had the Atlantic at our back and playing music. And then, and then another time was at a at a castle, 
So, but mostly right. it was uh, at the pubs. And it, the one you played? Uh, yeah, uh, we played at uh, Sean's Pub in Athlone, Ireland. Uh, it uh, apparently uh, is the oldest pub in Ireland. So you know, historically, it was a place where uh, they would ferry people over, and the guy ran the, the ferry service. He said, well, why don't I open a bar here, too? Because they'd get off and go straight to his bar. So, But that's a 900-year-old uh mm. Or maybe from the year nine hundred. Started the year nine hundred. Started in the year nine hundred. How uh, how did the the Irish people receive the music? Is it is it kind of weird in a way to be playing music to Irish people and you're not you know Irish Irish and you're playing their music or how well, how they, was that dynamic? They threw beer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> they, they enjoy. Uh, they really uh, go for uh, Americana, which is the uh, uh, folk music scene here in the United States. Uh, we were playing songs by the Grateful Dead and and and, and things like that, um, along with the Irish tunes, and they just they love all that stuff. So, but when we're in front of the German tourists in Ireland and oh, we're they, singing uh, Hannigan's Hooli, for yeah. instance, mm-hmm. which is again an American vaudeville song, uh, vaudeville Irish, you know, the Irish are going like, "What the heck is that?" And, and and the German, you know, tourists are jumping up and down, you know, like we're superstars, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I know y'all have at least one CD. Is it just the one, or have no, we got a couple of them? Okay, um, okay, those still all the music's available online if they just want to go uh, to Behan Music and just can listen to it all right there if you want, and it's on Spotify and different places like that. I so. got I got to hand it to you. I mean, because especially members within a family that you guys have held together for three over what over three decades that's a small miracle i mean uh, you know families get into fights and there's this and <laughs> yeah. that oh, and then, yeah. I, I mean uh, that, that we know how to uh manage our fights I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we right. know in the bottom line and again it's that 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 upbringing i think uh we're blessed you know that uh that our that our parents knew how to to uh, resolve conflict yeah. as well. You know, when you're in a big family, you figure that out on and, your own. And yeah. it's not just March when you guys do uh, gigs. I, I know because we broadcasted a lot of fall festivals, and very often uh, I see the entertainment list, and there's the Behan Band, and this is in September, October. To, you know, and, yeah. We so, should mention that uh, our regular gig right now is up in McKinney at a par- at a bar called the Kelt. And so we, we talked them into doing matinees because we were tired or, you know, staying out till midnight yeah, and we're that old. kind of thing. <laughs> and so we, we do a regular monthly matinee, uh, at the Kelt in McKinney, uh, three o'clock in the afternoon to six at, in the evening once a month. So that's our regular Saturday, third Saturday gig. So, mm-hmm. so how has it been for you, Todd, uh, kind of incorporating into a bunch of brothers who, Oh, it's been tough. It's been tough. Uh, they hurt my feelings all the time. And I go home and I cry. Y'all think I'm joking. I'm not. He's uh, yeah. mostly the referee. Yeah, yeah. Do you no, need I, a little therapy? Is, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. usually like it's just a lot of bakering, you know, disagreement. Whoa. Hey, uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, they come uh, from a big family. Uh, as your your wife. Your wife's on the... That's cool. Uh, anyways, uh... Yeah, no, it's been fun. Uh, I've just learned so much from these guys. I've been playing with them for, what, like three years now, and and, uh, they've kind of accepted me as kind of one of their own, and, uh, you know. There's the proof. We We love Todd. He's got a hug. hug. And uh, is there a secession plan uh i mean you guys are the next generation uh, yeah you got got william you've got todd yeah it's kind of forming on its own Uh, we've heard these kids gathered together singing our stuff and 
way better. Oh, no. Yeah, they're much better than we are. <laughs> yeah, so. they, did have to, they used to have Cole Kether, which was, you know, means, you know, cousins, first cousins, and they used to uh, have their own stuff. But uh, they're, they're actually developing more. They develop their own talents. Their musical yeah, it's, it's something skills. we don't take for granted that we've been able to do this because, you know, we're, we have our day jobs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you know the, the the idea that we all lived in the same area and we had a great support system of our family being in the area too uh, has allowed us to do this and it's not it's not uh, something we take for granted and uh, it's a blessing we don't want to don't want to stop yet so we're no. going to keep going. You also have to uh, have very understanding wives because you guys yeah. are out a lot, oh, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know you you have to. Um, um, Make a commitment. Honey, uh, I love you. <laughs> and it's like, you know, hey, uh, and the wives have to make a commitment. And, you know, uh, it's it's like uh, uh, I'm not going to play golf on Saturdays. I'm going to band practice. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to make sacrifices to make the band happen. Um, and, and they do, too, although, you know. Time away probably is not that bad a thing for <laughs> for to give the, the wife a little space as well. Right. So especially you. <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, uh, how I know we talked about this before we started recording. How big is the Behan family right now? You got the original thirteen. Um, of course, uh, what's it? Is it James and Dorothy or the patriarch and the matriarch? Right? That's of right. Your, of y'all's family. Yep. Then you got 13. One passed away early in life, right? Or, right. And then you got 12. Teresa. And then, of course, Helen passed away. Yes. How many, how many uh, grandkids and great-grandkids? I think so. my, my daughter uh, would know the number exactly because she keeps track. But I think, it's, I think it's 68. It's either 64 or 68 on the grandkids. <laughs> I thought it was 67. <laughs> <laughs> the grandkids of Jim and Dorothy. Right. And then... Then we're also in the double digits on the great grand great grandchildren uh, somewhere in the neighborhood. And there's some overlap thirty between the greats like and the and the curtain. That's right. So my, so, my daughter Charlie Charlotte is the uh, youngest of the grandchildren. Oh, and, is that right? Okay. And then the, and they got the great grandchildren. Some of them are older than her. So yeah, yeah. thirteen <clears throat> and and to you know knock out a bunch of uh, grandkids and great grandkids for our our parents in heaven, loving it. Um, and and uh, you know just being Catholic out there in the world. It's kind of like what the band has been doing. We had, uh, we had the first level I did of, of overlap that you just mentioned because my two boys right. uh, were basically right in the same age as our youngest brother, Martin. Martin. Right. And when they were kids, they always wanted to go over to Uncle Martin's house to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, if somebody wants to book you for something in the fall, spring's probably, you know, you guys are, your, your, your March is pretty busy, but uh, are you accepting bookings? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm trying to think of the best way to do that. Online, there's a place where you can send us an email, but... Um, um, Nobody will check it. Yeah, that's right. I, Just call Michael I directly. usually check it every now and then when I think about it, so... Uh, come out. I best the best thing to do is come out and see us at a gig at the Celt, you know, and tell us, mm -hmm. hey, you're interested in doing that. We've we played, we've had a number of bookings that way. People just walking up, hey, can you guys play for us too? Is that, yeah, absolutely, sure. Yeah, that right. birthday party was cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, private parties. Um, we also play at. Uh, uh, we played at a nursing home in December. A couple of our fans who who came to Ireland with us um, ask us to come out and help with that each year, and then. What we mentioned before, uh, we're at a lot of church festivals when the season comes around. Mm -hmm. Any like uh, really, his, you know, like big gigs that really stand out that you you know play 
play for the Pope or um, the, the, I, I don't know anything comes to mind. Or was which symphony orchestra did we play with? You know, we played with that uh, was the Mesquite, 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 Mesquite yeah, Symphony that, Orchestra. Now that you mention it, that was one of the more awesome places in the Mesquite Symphony Hall. If you've never been there, oh, it was awesome. it's awesome. And uh, you know, multi-tiered, um, and you're on stage with the symphony of behind us singing, uh, you know, uh, right. Wild Rover oh, and yeah. Will You Go, Lassie Go. Yeah, and Roger it, was. Uh, the conductor, um, uh, he has passed, um, but he was, uh, turned out he was one of our biggest fans, and you would see him in the pub, and he's, it's as if he has a little conductor's wand in his hand as he's listening <laughs> and leading to us. The next thing you know, he came out forever, and then one day he says, hey, will you guys like to play with us, the Mesquite Symphony? And I said, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> symphony. That sounds... Yeah, uh, it, was, it was great. And, uh, you know, you know, the North Texas Irish Festival is really the, the, the most cool place, I think, that we've ever played. Although, poor David's Pub, I'd have to say, that's the best sound we've ever had. Oh, you yeah. know, playing yeah. there, they're, they are set up for music. And it's very small. It goes from like 100 to... 250 people can fit there, but best sound for the band and for the audience, uh, very intimate setting and just a ton of fun too. So do you try to educate people in your gigs like about, uh, either the history of what your, you know, the Ireland went through and, or, or any, you know, maybe any catechesis that could be subtly thrown in as well. I you mean, know, that's interesting. We could talk about, um, uh, uh, it's, uh, there's a song called Wheel of Waya, which is a a, uh, a a childhood jump rope song. And, you know, they can be a little bit dark sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheel of Waya is um, a song like that, but it, it, it has a direct tie-in to the pro-life music, <laughs> to a movement, I'll just mm-hmm. say. And at the end of it, we always tell a little lesson about, um, you know, the story of that song so yeah and it's all related to respecting and loving life not yeah. not the opposite so very good well we are uh just about out of time uh been speaking to the behan band mike joe barney behan todd cangelosi uh, is the newest member, plays bass. Uh, Joe Morris and William Morris are not with us. Their website, behanmusic.com, behanmusic.com. A lot of gigs coming up in March, including, uh, I think, a couple of them on St. Patrick's Day itself on Sunday, the uh, 17th of March. Uh, anything else uh, any guys want to mention before we close out the interview that we uh, we didn't? Uh, I always say I don't want you guys driving home and saying, man, I wish you had asked me this. <laughs> this is your opportunity. Well, I just want to thank uh, God really for, for Catholic radio. Um, you know, the idea that we had some little small bit of influence in it in the very beginning is really the highlight of our career, I think, because <laughs> looking back to, uh, uh, that, that night that we did the benefit for Xavier radio mm. at, Slider and blues, slider and blues Tony back uh, in the yeah, day, uh, Andy Stacio, Andy um, and my dad was so proud of that as well, you know, the, and, and so the, the idea that we could have, have been part of your uh, life a little bit uh, means a lot to us. And again, thank you for, you know, highlighting us this month. And again, yeah, that probably went back to like 2000, maybe four, 2005. And uh, so a little 
Blue restaurant on the corner of, I think, uh, Northwest Highway and something, Andy Stacio, Slider and Blues. Rained like 14 inches that day. <laughs> we had, you know, uh, yeah. we had Father Mark Seitz, who's now Bishop Mark Seitz, came out and sang Danny Boy. Right. It rains, torrential rain, but everybody came out. It was a fundraiser. I remember we, we raised some money for Radio yeah. Xavier, and you guys played. It, it was it was so yeah, hard. It was, I think it was more a testament to the endurance and, and, and determination of Catholic radio in the, in the North Texas area than it was necessarily a fundraiser that night because it was, it was rained out. But people were willing to come out and uh, support Catholic radio and get it, uh, you know, to, to see where you guys have come to now is just, is, uh, is a blessing. And so yeah. it's a very small awesome. part. We played in it. Um, again, if you ever need us to sing a song for you, we'd be happy to do that. Do you so. guys want to sing a song now? Uh, you didn't bring instruments. Uh, we didn't. We could do it. Uh, you want to just be, I mean. How about, will you go last to go? Just the beginning of it? Okay. All right. harmonize so well i mean that that sound is so cool makes me want to say can you sing another one <laughs> i won't put you on the no, spot we'll uh, need money now <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes a gig right <laughs> you know it's yeah. always been about fun for us but you know it's uh you know there's money involved too but uh yeah it's it's mostly about faith family and fun that's what it's about i yeah. never got any money from it <laughs> <laughs> well uh i, I want to say one one thing dave uh if you guys come out to the uh, Irish Fest, uh, we're playing eleven o'clock on Saturday. It's the it's the first slot, so come see us early, right? Uh, yeah, and then get your day started, and then uh, also Sunday at three what three thirty? I think three o'clock uh, around yeah. three. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. The NTIF is the place to be on the first weekend in March for I sure. I remember my daughters used to dance uh, during NTIF, and that's that's a that's a really interesting event because there's a lot of people that go out there in costume and uh, just you yeah, see the, I, you see the, the the broad scope of Irish culture there. Yeah, is. I danced there 20 years ago. I was going to say if uh, if people ask nicely, maybe Dr. Joe will dance again. Yeah, uh, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hold your breath. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks a lot for coming to the studio. It's great to see you guys, and uh, we'll take some pictures and put them up on Facebook and. Uh, it's a great honor. Todd, nice to meet you as well. Behandmusic.com. Behandmusic.com. Uh, check out where they're going to be uh, for right around St. Patrick's Day. And then also if you are at a parish and you'd like to book them for a fall festival coming up or spring of next year or whatever, maybe spring of, well, spring of this year perhaps, um, uh, you can certainly do that through the website. Uh, and uh, appreciate you guys coming in. It's really neat to see Thank you. you. Thanks, Dave. Uh, this has been the KTH 910 AM interview of the week. This is what we call a double interview because most of these times we, most of the time we do 25 minutes, but I was like, man, I don't think I can do all this in 25 minutes. So <laughs> this is a double interview because it's, was double the fun, the faith and the, and what was the other F family? Is that right? Okay. Family fun. All right. Thanks also to Cecil Anderson for running the board. Thank you all for listening. And we always say, I always say this at the end, support, uh, you know, great, great Catholic efforts, you know, whether it be, 
you know, Catholic education or Catholic bookstores or Catholic apostolates, but also Catholic authors, but Catholic bands need our support as well. So go to that website, find out where they're going to be next and uh, get on out there and have some fun. Listen to some great music. Behandmusic.com is the website. God bless you and have a great rest of your weekend. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 9:10 a.m. interview of the week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 9:10 a.m. interview of the week. Do you feel weighed down due to owning a property that you'd like to sell? If so, Danny McDonald with Omnia House Buyers, a sponsor of this station, would like to speak with you about your situation. Omnia House Buyers can purchase any property, including homes, multifamily properties, and mobile homes in any condition. You can learn more about Omnia House Buyers through their website, omniahousebuyers.com, or you can speak to Danny by calling 940-222-5896. What do you want, Mary? You want the moon? No, George. I'd like you to buy me five raffle tickets for a chance to win a 2024 black Mercedes-Benz GLB 250. How do you go about getting one of those raffle tickets? Easy. Just go to grnonline.com or call 888-784-3476. All proceeds support the GRN. Sounds like a wonderful idea, Mary. Hello, I am Wesley Stepish, a member of Mother Day Parish in Irving and sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I am owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DOW Metroplex. Our service at Absolute Painting include home improvement projects, both interior and exterior painting, drywall, carpentry, flooring, preparing homes for sale, and much more. I welcome the opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absoluteptg.com or by phone, text 972-375-5100. Are you interested in joining the mission and ministry of helping students reach college and heaven all within a supportive Catholic environment? If so, plan to attend the Dallas Area Catholic Schools Job Fair on Saturday, February 24th at Bishop Lynch High School in Dallas from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dallas Area Catholic Schools are a community. Come find your community and join the mission of forming saints and scholars. Registration is encouraged. Walk-ins will be welcomed. Professional attire is required. To register, visit bit.ly forward slash CSO Job Fair. Hi, this is Julie Carrick, host of We Sing Our Faith. I'm happy to be part of the Guadalupe Radio Network. One of the songs I'd like to share with you today is called Hold Me Jesus, written by Rich Mullins, and I had the opportunity to record this with a couple members of the Ragamuffin Band. So now from We Sing Our Faith, Julie Carrick, Hold Me Jesus. don't make sense at all When the mountains look so big And my faith just seems so small So hold me, Jesus I'm shaking like a leaf You have been king of my glory Won't you be my prince of So hard inside my soul I swear
for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco Dallas Fort Worth Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone 